Blog Talk Radio. Black Hole Radio presents Messiah Lifestyle with our host, Captain Planet. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the fourth event of Messiah Lifestyle, Messiah Lifestyle. This is the fourth episode, fourth event, fourth interlude, however way you want to see it. Messiah Lifestyle, life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. That's the moral of the story, and in our lifetime, the open enemy gave us to be like Mike Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson. And why be like them when you could be like the Messiah? All right, we no longer basketball players, entertainers, we God figures. So why not be like the Messiah in everything you do? And this is a financial show. I repeat, this is a financial show. If you have any questions, please email black, B-L-A-C-K, whole, W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Now let's get into it. Mike check, Mike check, one, two, three, four. This is the fourth episode. Welcome to the fourth event of the observation of how Captain Planet sees it. Um, the name of this show, like I said, is called Life, Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. And here on this show, we try to specialize in transparency for someone who has a regular job. Okay, one day a young lady told me job stands for just over broke. I believe I have proven her wrong. I started my journey with $73. That was 17 years ago, seven months and two weeks, which is 461 biweekly periods. I paint that picture like that because I want to prove to you and show you that I'm paying attention to myself more than anything else. Now, today's event is called Think and Grow Up Financially. Because in able to be able to grow up financially, you first must think. You have to think and grow up financially. And we're going to start this from the bottom, so we might as well call this fourth episode Think and Grow Up Financially for Babies, okay? However way you see fit. If that don't ring your ear because you don't want to be called a baby, okay, imagine and grow up financially. You got to be able to put the image in your mind of where you are in relationship to where you want to be. Imagine you want to grow up. And what tools would you need to grow up financially if you was a baby, if you was a child, if you was an adult, if you was a young man, if you're a senior citizen and able to be able to pass on generational wealth for the rest of your people? Um, This is a plan, and it's a plan for you to navigate on this planet, okay? I once was told when I went to the mosque that there's 196,940,000 square miles, okay? I was like, wow, that's deep. They counted the miles on the planet? And you know what our favorite phrase is here, you can't live on the planet without a plan. Um, This particular portion, I was trying to imagine if I was speaking to a baby that's going to grow up and create a predetermined reflection of what God's greatness is financially, okay? These plans work for everyone because everyone is able to be able to get a nine-to-five job and be able to pay attention to how many hours that they work to be able to see how much they're going to receive, 
Now, once again, like I said, these plans work for everyone. However, it's geared to the Asiatic black man, the cream, the creator, the maker, the originator, the god of the universe. I'm sure I didn't say that proper. However, that's in, in the ballpark that I wish to be in. Um, as the phrase goes, once again, you can't live on a planet without a plan. I can't stress this enough. I'm, I'm trying to stay on mindset before I get into the education. You must stick to the plan at all times. If you do not stick to the plan, guess what? The input that you put in and the output that you wish to get won't be the same. So you have to stick to the plan. The only time you can alter the plan is if you're going to make it better. Okay, I repeat, the only time you're going to alter the plan is if you're going to make it better. you got to go into operation planet mode. Once you create your plan, you got to double-check it, you got to triple-check it, then you got to check it with God to ensure that he approves of it because we want to be rich and we want to be righteous, all right? Remember, you are the most important person in the whole world. I was talking to one of my guys today, B. Jones. He's a referee with me, um, and he was saying, man, some people are just so broken. You, I think you're starting too far. you got to build them up. So I just want to let you know that you are the most important person in the world yourself. You live with yourself. You are a God, and now let's earn. Let's learn to earn like a God, and let's learn to act like it financially. Um, there's no other project better in your life than the measurement of your success and in your numerical form. And whatever you deem success to be, whether it be physically, spiritually, obviously this is a financial show, so we want to speak about financially as well. Again, you can't live on a planet without a plan. Growth and development should be your only plans. My uncle used to always tell me, preparation is the key to success for your future. Now, on this planet and for the future, there's some laws in nature, okay? Once you understand the laws of your future of nature, you will have to graduate into nature's university. Now, what's nature's university, okay? Nature's university is everything that comes natural to you. So progress should come natural to you, okay? It definitely should come natural to you. Remember, you only have one life to live, and there are no second chances to prepare for the generation behind you. you got to start now. you got to start now. The race is one in passing the baton. We are creators of our own habits. My father and my uncle drilled that into my head. They drilled that into my head. I later found out that that's why they call us habitual animals because we're creatures of habit. This event today is so necessary for your preparation of you on this planet in the future where the open enemy is going to attack your self-esteem, which, is, which will affect your plans. Because if your self-esteem is twisted, then you can't even properly plan. Your best weapon against them trying to tear you down and your plans is your ability to control your perception of yourself so that you are not overwhelmed by the forces of negativity they're going to place on your mind through media, what is on TV, through social media, Hollywood, and various powerless lies of history. Your own history is best qualified to reward all research. Your family history is best qualified to reward all research. Your financial history is best qualified to reward all research. Our families are our first technology. Okay, I'm going to say that one slow. I know I was speeding because I'm just so anxious to get to the education, all right? We still on the mindset part. 
But again, I'm going to repeat that again. Our families are our first technology. Everyone moving as one so that we don't have to suffer any consequences in the future. Every decision that is made shall be on the line with the plan as well as to ensure it is a family decision, then ultimately check it with and verify it with God. Every decision that is made financially is either an addition or a, a subtraction. Which one are you going to do the next financial decision you have? Are you going to add to your power and your empire, or are you going to subtract from your empire? Either it's a setup to get up, or it's a setup to get set back. Either one of the two things, family. Where you going to choose to place your seed to nurture a seed is the most important decision where you can make physically as well as financially. So where are you going to place your seed, your seed money? That's what I'm talking about, your seed money. When you got paid this week, what did you do with your seed money? Okay, you ever heard of the phrase pay yourself first? Well, that is exactly what you need to be doing. You need to be figuring out how to pay yourself first and then what you're going to do with your seed money. The secret after receiving any type of education that I'm going to give you shortly, which gives you the ability to make the choice within a decision, is how you use your choices. The ingredients to education is the ability to overcome everything you are ignorant to. Again, I'm going to repeat that if I can remember it. The ingredients to education is the ability to overcome everything you are ignorant to. Never stop thinking. All thoughts are physical. Again, never stop thinking of the plan and continue to develop yourself as an individual to be in position to be an asset to the family physically and financially. Remember, this, you have no limitations. Remember this. You have no limitations of how you can push your DNA into the future and provide them with resources that will equal results. Your plan is your fingerprint. Your plan is your fingerprint to your life physically as well as financially. Personally, have failed in certain areas in life. However, it is not what you do. It is how you respond to the failures that you have created within yourself with the ability to correct those mistakes is what matters the most. Okay, let's get to it, family. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. One last thing, this is the closing of um, our show on the Black History Month, so I definitely wanted to speak to say something real short about our ancestors. Once upon a time, our ancestors traveled the world, and they made the choice that is what is known as Africa, which is called Kemet by our ancestors, where we were created. They made the choice that the best place to settle and stay in was there. Like our ancestors, you have the choice to make as investments where you should do the same. And that's choose the best to settle and stay in those investments for the long haul. I don't know if you got that correlation right there. I'm saying that our people traveled the world. They surveyed everything, and they realized that Africa, a.k.a. Kemet, was the best to settle and stay. And what you have to do is you have to look at the top ten companies in the world and the top indexes that are promoted figure out which one of them are you going to own and then settle and stay there for the long haul, okay? Now, let's get to the education. On my fourth event, my fourth journey, let's reflect. Episode one, I gave you the 35-step breakdown of what you should do financially and breaking down your documentation. Episode two, 
Brother Forrest said, slow it down, Malachi, Captain Planet, okay? Give them only the first five. You're going too fast. That's a whole college course, brother. And I gave you the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, and the how of investing. That was episode two. Interlude three. I want to interlude in the, in the, in the. I gave you three things we need to be doing to become a millionaire with a job. And like I said, the young lady has a joke. She said that stands for just over broke. Now, that's no disrespect to those with the job. However, your new mindset is how long am I going to work and what investments am I going to make to replace my job? Interlude three, number one, I broke down how to avoid taxes by investing and ensuring the pre-tax contributions equal your average profit margin above your bills. Number two in interlude three, I gave you the formula to paying extra payments towards your principal, okay? That formula was if you have a job where you do overtime, let's say you do 10 hours of overtime in a biweekly period, you multiply that times 10, that's $100. So you're going to pay that extra principal family of your mortgage. That cuts down the dollar amount that the open enemy is able to tax you, so to speak, with amortization. I shouldn't use the word tax. That cuts down the dollar amount they're able to charge you interest in your amortization, okay? Number three, you should invest in the top ten companies in the world. And on that note, the long-term investors suggest the new investors the TV, the idiot box, all right? Don't get caught up in the trap. The idiot box suggests to, to new investors to invest in products that they use, which is a false theory, okay? Remember, the open enemy is going to put stuff on TV, and we're not here for that. You need to be able to seek out a mentor who's transparent to be able to give you their journey, and that's what I'm trying to provide for you as my journey. So, the, the idiot box and the open enemy is going to tell you, hey, new investor, for, for example, if you use a product a lot, you should invest in it. That's very, very, very false, okay? For example, um, what's, what's a good slick term for that place? Okay, dressing up, uh, a dressed-up hot box. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, hot box. A dressed-up hot pocket. That's a, that's a better way. That's a cleaner way to say it. A dressed-up hot pocket is not a good investment, okay? Well, who am I talking about? What company am I talking about? The dressed-up hot pockets? We talking about Victoria's Secret. This past year, they're currently down 32%. Their stock is currently selling for $39.44, and they're fairly new to the market, and they're down 6.41 all time. So just because you like it, ladies, Okay, and gentlemen, you like when the ladies go purchase some stuff from Victoria's Victoria's Secret. It doesn't mean that it's a good product. Again, just because, ladies, you buy it, and gentlemen, it does well for your self-esteem, doesn't mean it'll do well for your legacy. Now, I really want you all to focus on that phrase I just said. Um, So just because you like it, ladies, okay, and gentlemen, and just because it does well for your self-esteem 
doesn't mean it will do well for your legacy. Okay? That translates over to not into some dressed up hot pocket. Okay? That translates over to into jewelry. That translates over into cars. That translates over into expensive clothes of what you call luxury. We've gone over this several times. There's only one true luxury in life, and that's spending time with family and friends and associates building something. That's the key phrase, building something, okay, and progressing. All right? That's my definition of luxury here at um, Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. Okay? Ironically, um, ironically speaking, just because she's good in bed doesn't mean she'll be a good mother back to the dressed up hot pocket if you understand where I'm going. So now if you understand those concepts, you just have to take those concepts and apply it to the market. Okay? Well, we're we going to come up with something in my mind, more on that on the love boat or something like that or Captain Planet for love. But moving forward with the fourth event today, I'm going to break down things that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Okay? So, again, I gave you the three things before to be able to get you to become a millionaire in episode three. Now I'm going to give you the opposite side of things that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. So let's hop on the things that will make you first. Because everybody say, oh, you want to talk about the negative. No, I gave you the positive in uh, episode three. Okay? Again, ensuring your pre-tax contributions match your average profit margin above your bills. What is that? LeBron James scores 300 points. He played 10 games. He's averaging 30 points a game. If you can understand that mathematics, then you can understand the same. If you have $300, you've been working for 10 weeks, you get paid weekly, and you divide 10 into 300, you're a $30 young man or $30 young woman above your bills. That is the amount you need to set to the percentage of your pre-tax contributions that you can invest in. Now, let's go down that rabbit hole a little further. What should we we be investing into within our pre-tax contributions? In my job that I work, there's 19 options available, so write that down. I need to know the amount of options that are available to me. Cool, 19 in my job. Second thing, out of those 19 options, I need to look at the rate of return, that is meaning how much percentage or how much money you're getting off of your money, different mindset, not how much money you're making, how much money you're getting off of your mindset, off of your money, total different mindset. Who's doing the best out of that 19? At my job, it's equity index fund. What is equity index fund? I, I want you all to know this like a rap song if you all been listening so far. Equity index fund is the S&P 5, is the replica, is the replica, 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 is the replica of the S&P 500, which is 80% of the more money in the world, which as a minimum, a company has to make $10 billion to be able to qualify to be in the S&P 500. Okay? So, number one, we got to know how many options are available to us. Number two, we got to know what's the best option and what's the worst. And number three, we've got to know the distance between where we are and where we want to be within our goals, okay? The second thing I told you, that's going to do is lower the amount of taxes you're paying, and that's going to put you into the stock market, okay? 
The second thing I've told you is the formula. You work in overtime or you have a second job. On your second job, you do 20 hours a week. 20 hours times 10, that's 200. You're going to put that extra towards the mortgage. The third thing is you're only going to invest in the top 10 companies outside of your 401K, and that is what I did. Once again, I'm not a fiduciary. I'm not a financial advisor. I just was able to achieve to amass a million dollars in 16 years and six months. However, I have been investing in the market 17 years, seven months, and two weeks, which is 461 biweekly periods. Again, I paint it like that because I want you to know your own stats like that. Now, that will get you to a million. Now, let me talk about the things that will prevent you. Because that's the offensive plays we're going to run. We're going to run them three plays right there. Pro set, 25, on two, run it in motion, ready, break. That's the three plays we're going to run to get to a million. And it's going to take some time. And it's not a quick fix. I started this out with $73. I repeat, I started this out with $73. Things that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. This is not in any particular order, okay? Number one, number one, number one. Everybody say number one. You can't be a hustler looking like a customer, okay? Let's go from top to bottom. Be a young man with a with – a, um, I got to say these companies' names. I, I don't even want to say these companies' names. Okay, let's just – let's say he got a Gucci hat on. The Gucci hat costs um, $100, okay? He could have wore a regular hat. That might have cost $20. So that's $80 on the count right there, Okay. He got an overpriced hoodie on. Let's say he keeping it moderate. Uh, he got a Nike hood on, a uh, hoodie on, $70, okay? He could have bought a hoodie for $20. That's another $50 he done mismanaged. Okay, let's get to the sweatpants. He got on uh, another Nike um, sweatpants. That's another $60. He could have bought 30 That's another $30 he mismanaged, okay? So far, he's already at $160 he mismanaged and that he could have put into the stock market. And then he's buying some shoes for $300 when he could have bought a $100 pair of shoes. That's another $200. That's $360, okay? So he mismanaged $360 trying to look like a hustler. But you can't be the hustler looking like a customer. The name of the hustle is to get these companies to work for you, not for you to work with your money, get paid, and then just hand it over to these other companies, okay? And the reason why I use the word hustler is because they don't want you to make it to a million dollars. So you can't be a hustler looking like a customer. That thought process that thought process of looking like a hustler, okay, or looking like a customer and trying to be a hustler or mindset, it'll never work, however way you want to flip it. You want to be a customer, that's corny. You want to be a hustler, that's corny. The real part is to infiltrate and not integrate. The real part is to work hard, an honest living, and then make these companies go work for you, okay? We must become producers and owners, not not consumers, okay? We must become producers and owners, not consumers. So what I mean by that is you have to always concern yourself overall production, Okay, what's your overall production? We already know that. That's your average profit margin above your bills. Okay? You always have to know where you are in relationship to where you want to be. Okay, that's the GPS, also known as the God's portfolio system. 
Okay? So what's the equation for that? Again, you take your total cash. You should be writing this down. Write this down. Write this down. Write this down. I'm going to say it nice and slow. Write this down. You take your total cash, write total cash, as like you're making a math equation, and you put the plus sign. That's the total cash you have plus the total amount of money you have in the stock market with the 401K plus your brokerage account. Add that together. That's the total money that you have in the stock market. Then you divide that by how many paychecks you have received. That equals your average profit margin above your bills. Same way we know LeBron James averages is the same way you have to know your averages above your bills. Okay, which now after you know that, you have to protect it and use that number as a minimum standard of investment to check to ensure that you're not moving backwards. Again, like Latoya said, and now Charlene knows about this, she's Jamaican, forward ever, backward never. Forward ever, backwards never. So once you know what your average is, that's your minimum amount of contribution that you have to put into the stock market. Okay, that was number one complete. Title of that one is, you can't be a hustler looking like a customer. Okay, number two, number two, number two. The number two thing that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire, making the wrong transactions. So I was talking to some young fellas, man, that uh, come to my store. And they said, when I told them that, they was like, AKA, we're going to name that trannies. So, don't make the wrong transactions. And if you make a transaction multiple times that's wrong, you're making the wrong trannies. It's just like you're just making a transaction after transaction after multiple transactions that are wrong, okay? Overconsumption will have you broke. Utilization of credit cards in the wrong fashion for fun or fashion opposed to leverage for equity and opportunity will deny you of becoming a millionaire. So the only time you're supposed to utilize credit is for leverage or equity or an opportunity of progression. But if you utilize your credit cards in the wrong fashion, for fun or fashion, then you're not going to make it to being a millionaire. Number three, number three, number three. The number three thing prevents you from becoming a millionaire. Not knowing your biweekly gross pay or your year-to-date gross pay and not knowing your biweekly or year-to-date net pay. Okay, let's go to my, let's go to my, let's go to my documentation. Let's, let's get the transparency going. Let's get the transparency going. My year-to-date gross currently now is $52,585.64. My year-to-date net is $11,769.34. The amount of money that I put into the stock market pre-tax is $24,000. Just think about that right there. So out of the $52,000 that I earned, I did not allow the open enemy to tax me on $24,000. That's good right there. That's good information. Somebody need to hear that. Because somebody's going to figure out he did a little bit more than half into the stock market and he beat the open enemy, one of his tricks, which is taxes, and he's still going to gain a rate of return on that money forever. Okay, I wanted to sing. I wanted to sing forever. The rich, the, the, the Rick Ross song with John Legend, Brother Forrest said, don't sing no more. I can't sing. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get back to it now. So I showed you my check. 
and I explained to you um, how I was able to do that. Number four, number four, number four, the number four thing that will prevent you from, from becoming a millionaire is spending money on designer clothes. We just went over that breakdown because that money that you're spending on these designer clothes, a.k.a. Gucci, Fendi, Prada, you're giving the money to the open enemy and you're getting no return. They play in the three-card Monty on you. And then nine times out of ten, you're spending that on credit cards. So peep the credit card game that nobody never told you, right? And I peeped this from just watching three-card Monty on the corner. Three-card Monty, they hit you with the little ball. They hit you with the card. They flip the cards each way. Then they hit you with the, with the, with the flim-flam, and you don't even know where the card is at, right? Cool. You got the credit card, right? You see the Gucci Fendi Prada, your self-esteem is shot. You think that's, that's putting that on is going to represent luxury or represent wealth. You think wearing your wealth is cool. Cool. Copy. Got you. I'm on the same side as you. I understand where you're coming from. I'm looking exactly through your lenses. You give the man behind the counter the credit card. They give you the product, which is the Gucci Fendi Prada, and they give you the credit card back. You walk away happy because you got both, the power back and you got the, um, the, the clothes. But check this out when you give cash. You give cash, you get the product, you don't get both back. See, that's the Jedi mind trick they hit you with with the credit card game. And that's not without even me getting deep into the interest that they're hitting you with. And they're hitting you with the interest forever if you pay the minimum payments. You follow? So bottom line is, on your road to success to become a millionaire, you do not want to wear your wealth. Wear your health, not your wealth. Now, here's what I want you to do. Write this down. Write this down right now. Think about the last five purchases you made that had to do with the outside of your head instead of the inside of your head. And think if you're spending more on your clothes than your education. Right now, write down the last five transactions. Okay, everybody see that? Now just look look at the reflection now. Look at the reflection. And now think about those are shares you could have been buying instead of shoes. Okay? Number five, number five, number five. The number five thing that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Putting your money in the bank as a habit or a store of value will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Okay. Listen, at the end of the year, it's tax season. They actually have the nerve to send you a document that says that they gave you $2.37 for the year <laughs> for your bread. <laughs> they sent that to you. That's the real deal. They they. They really, really, they really, really sent that to you. You might got $10,000 in there. They sent you and said, uh, Mr. Tyreek, uh, since you gave, let us allow you to utilize your $10,000 and leverage it for other opportunities and to collect amortization on it and multiply it 10x and be able to collect interest off of 10 other individuals, we appreciate you. We're going to give you a whole $6. Okay. So I, I never, I ain't like getting played for 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 boo boo the fool. 
So putting your money in the bank as a habit or a store of value will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Okay, there's a popular phrase out there on um, social media. You know, they say cash is trash, and putting your money in the bank is for suckers. All right? And, you know, I, I really, growing up, you ain't want to be called your mother smoke crack, stupid, or sucker. And when you're putting your money in the bank for a store of value, it's as a habit. And remember, I told you earlier, habits, they call us habitual animals. That's why we creatures of habits. We have to change our habits of how we see cash. Cash is trash, and putting your money in the bank is for suckers. There's a phrase in the street. It's called big bank. Write this down. Big bank, take little bank. Okay, everybody, everybody wrote that down? Big bank, take little bank. What do I mean by that? Money don't make money, family, in the bank. Damn sure don't do that. Money don't make money in the bank. Big money, a.k.a. the bank, Wells Fargo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whoever they are at the corner, currently take your money, a.k.a. little bank, because your paper's little to, compared to theirs, and make a profit off of it of charging other people interest for a loan, then they give you nothing in return. What you think about that? In essence, big bank take little bank. Ask you the question, what about that process do you think? Because once you think about that process, now you have to run an opposite play to be able to supersede what they're doing to you. Like, what's the counter? That's what they're doing. Now, what's the counter punch that we're going to hit them up, hit them with? Your savings should be something that appreciates in value. The definition of appreciate is rise in value. So if you cannot connect, if you cannot create a rise in my value, then you don't appreciate me. Copy. So let me just say that again. Your savings should be something that appreciates in value. The definition of appreciate is a rise in value. So if you cannot create a rise in my value, then you don't appreciate me. Again, we got to take that money and we got to pay extra payments towards the mortgage to avoid amortization. I went over that in episode three. Again, we got to take that money and we got to purchase pre-tax stocks in a 401k. And lastly, we got to own the top 10 companies of the world. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. The name of this show is called Messiah Lifestyle. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. I'm so appreciative that you're tuned in. Please, right now, share this um, radio episode with four people. Please send it out to four different people. Also, please email me all of your questions. That's blackholeradio at gmail.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-W-H-O-L-E, radio, R-A-D-I-O, at gmail.com. Now, when you submit your questions or your comments or your concerns of my ability to put my intelligence on display, also as well as I'm putting my ignorance on display, please put your arm around me and guide me in the right way if you have a better plan than me, if you have some um, better solutions for me to be able to excel and leverage and get to where I need to be quicker, um, please email us. 
once you do email us, today is the fourth event, the fourth episode, the fourth interlude, however way you choose to call it, um, that we're creating documentation at a B conversation. When you do email us, you'll be able to purchase the book that a time stamps you when the book is complete. Messiah lifestyle, life is what God gives you, style is how you live it, how the Messiah would invest. You'll be able to receive that book for $4 because you timestamped your email on this date at this time. So please do so. And every every um, biweekly period, the price is going to go up $1. At the completion of 26 weeks, I'm going to put the book out. And in doing so, the book will be $26. And it will also come with a consultation for me to be able to get your game right, an entry-level consultation. Back to the things that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Number six, number six, number six, number six, the number six thing is vanity. Vanity is what is killing the black community. Vanity equals the quality of being worthless. The Latin root of the word vanis, okay, (laughs) means empty. So if you're not concerned or if you are concerned with the way something looks instead of its function, you're setting yourself up to end up with an empty result. So if you are concerned with the way something looks instead of its function, you're setting yourself up to be worthless and you're setting yourself up to be empty, okay? And we all know the feeling when your gas tank goes on empty, okay? And you ain't got no money and you ain't got no credit card. Hopefully that's none of y'all out here. Those who concern themselves with vanity, those who do that, these are they who are going to seek guidance based on vanity will buy error and their choice will bring them no reward. Now, <clears throat> where I even got that concept was, was in the Quran 2.16. That's my favorite verse, and I got that concept from there. So not that I really wanted to alter the um, Quran, but when I heard it, these are they who buy error for guidance, um, that really, like, stuck with me. And I figured, you know, that weighed on my brain. So go ahead and read that, the Quran 2.16 on your own. I don't want to fool with it and put it into this mix right here, but I'm just telling you where I was getting that thought process. If you're concerned with vanity, you're going to end up worthless and you're going to end up empty. Um, Number seven, number seven, number seven. The number seven thing that will prevent you from becoming a millionaire. Okay, I started this thing off with mindset. So not having a millionaire mindset is number seven, okay? Not having a millionaire mindset is number seven, okay? Now, what is a millionaire mindset? Now, I'm going to walk you all the way through this. You ready? Millionaire mindset is money. First, with money, first you have to earn it. First, you have to earn the money. Third, you have to protect it. Yeah, I like that. I like that right there. I like that right there. I like that right there. I think you need to write that down. Number seven, not having a millionaire mindset. Write that down. Write that down. Okay? Now write down the three steps. You ready? With money, you're going to write down number one. First, you have to earn it. This is the steps of money. Number two, second, you have to grow it. Okay? Number three, 
third, you got to protect it. I hope everybody got that. You have to earn it. You have to grow it. Then you got to protect that. Write that down. Okay? These are the three stages within earning money. Okay? First, you got to earn it. And remember, inside the word learn is earn. Okay? Then you got to, so first you got to learn, then you can earn. Then you got to grow it. See, that's the key right there. Everybody stops right there. The whole black community twisted because we don't know how to grow it. We don't know how to plant the seeds. It sounds good psychologically, but you got to know how to do it execution-wise. That's why you got to go listen to episode three. Episode three gave you the whole breakdown. Gave you the three things to do. Here's episode four. Okay? Episode three, three things that broke down, what you need to do with your paper. First, you have to earn it because i got to go mindset now because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to reach as many people as possible. Brother Forrest said, when I get too focused on two things, it may not apply to other people. Okay, so i got to get at the mindset applies to everybody. First, you have to earn it. Second, you got to grow it. Third, you got to protect it. Okay? These are the three stages within earning money. With stage number one, let's talk about stage number one. Let's talk about stage number one. I really wanted to sing on this part right here. I really wanted to sing. Brother Forrest said, don't sing no more, so I can't sing no more. You know, I really wanted to um, take, like, R&B songs and rap songs and then, like, put that into your mind to break up the monotony. But then that goes against everything that I think because I really, really hate entertainment because we've been entertained so long that we think that we have to be entertained when we're being educated, and it don't work like that way. Just like they, they listen, war is for real. This is war, family. They they I declare war. They're declaring war on us. Within stage one, remember, with stage one, you wrote it down. You have to earn it. Within stage one, the execution is to pay yourself first. Remember, education don't mean nothing if you ain't going to execute on it. So family, when you get paid, you must pay yourself first. I mean, y'all heard that before, right? Y'all might have never heard, like, you have to earn it, grow it, then protect it. You may have never heard those words, right? But you heard pay yourself first. But that ain't that really that deep. Within stage number two, ready? You ready to write this down? Because you ain't never heard this one before. Growing it, the definition of that is automation beats education. <laughs> automation beats education. You ain't never heard that before. I'm telling you right now, that's a Captain Planet special. That's a Messiah lifestyle special. Life is what God gives you. Style is how you live it. It gave us to be like Mike Jordan, Jackson, and Tyson. And why be like them when you could be a God figure? Okay? You ain't never heard automation beats education. <laughs> you ain't never heard that. Setting up an account where it automatically gets invested out of your or a system. Remember, system stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. That's Brother Arthur right there. Of percentage-based or dollar amount every time you get paid of investing it. Okay, so within stage number two, growing it is automation beats education. Setting up an account where it automatically gets invested out of your paycheck or a system of percentage-based or dollar amount every time you get paid and investing it. Family, guess what? I ain't never missed a biweekly period of not investing into the stock market. For the last 17 years, seven months, and two uh, weeks. Yeah, that's 461 biweekly periods. I'm automatic, automation. Like, remember when you got the ball coming off the pick and you was like, hand in the basket, automatic, and you eat, like, you flipped your wrist and you stuck your leg out, like, ooh. (laughs) 
just like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be automatic like that, okay? So the first is you have to earn it. The second is you have to grow it. The third is you have to protect it. Now let's break down the execution with protecting it. The third, then that is the ability to know your average profit margin above your bills. We already went over that. Your family, I'm telling you, I don't know what grade you learned averages. It might have been third grade. It might have been eighth grade. It might have been 10th grade. But at some point in time, you learn averages, right? So the third grade equation that follows, total cash, write that down, plus total investments. Remember, we already went over that in the stock market. Equals a number. Then you divide that number by the total amount of opportunities it took you to get there or the total amount of paychecks you received. That equals your average profit margin above your bills. This is important because once you know this, then you know the exact minimum amount you have to save slash invest to protect what you built up on your next check. And if you do not do that, then you're going backwards. If you do not do that, then you're going backwards. Hold up. Just because you're 50, just because you're 60, just because you're 70, that means the show don't stop? The show don't stop? Let's talk about Starlight. Let's say, for example, Starlight, He's been working for 20 years, and he has 500000 in the stock market and 20000 cash, and he gets paid biweekly, which is 26 checks per year. All right, so let's break this down again. Starlight was working for 20 years. He might have been mailman. He might have been police officer. He might have been corrections. He might have been sanitation. He might have been UPS. He might have been FedEx. He might have been a teacher. He might have been, I mean, the list go on, a nurse, right? But Starlight, he's been working for 20 years, 500000 in the stock market. He balling. He did his thing. And he has 20000 cash because, remember, cash is trash. He really don't need that much on reserves. And he gets paid biweekly, which is 26 checks per year, Okay. So now let's let's break this down. If he write this down, write this down, write this down, write this down. Let's go back to the beginning. Write this down. Twenty years, twenty times twenty six. That's what you need to do right there. Write that down. Twenty times twenty six. The answer is five hundred and twenty. I'm gonna give you time to write that down. I'm gonna give you time to write that down. Twenty six times twenty is five twenty. Write that down. Okay. Now he got five hundred thousand in the stock market. Write that down. Remember, he got 20000 cash, so total cash plus total stock market, that's 520000 total. Write that down. So you got the 500 on top plus the 20000 on the bottom. That's 520000 This is the education family. You got to stay with me. You got to stay with me. I'm bringing us home. You got to stay with me. Don't get caught up in the entertainment. The same shh, Okay. 500000 plus 20000 is 520000 Now divide that by how many opportunities he got paid in his whole career. That was 520 Starlight is a $1,000 dude above his bills. Okay? So I'm going to act like I just didn't give you the answer. That's the problem, family. They told us not to give each other answers. No, I'm giving you the answers. Okay? So if Starlight's been working for 20 years and he has 500000 in the stock market, 20000 cash paid biweekly, which is 26 checks, 26 times 20 years is 526 checks, what is his average profit margin above his bills? And what does he have 
to save slash invest on the 521st check, the answer is family. He has to save slash invest a thousand dollars. Okay, to be able to protect from not going backwards. Remember, I always say, Latoya say forward ever, backward never. But if Starlight don't know that he's a thousand dollar dude and it's mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt's birthday, or it's mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt's funeral, and he says, whew, I got over that hump, and I still got a, uh, $200, and he saved slash invest $200, he just disrupted his whole 20-year plan and set himself back. Now, the only way he could catch back up is if he documented it. In that, in that case, you got to document it, right? And from there, you got to say, i got to catch back up to be able to protect your entire empire. Don't let mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt, birthday, mother, brother, cousin, sister, aunt, funeral set you back. That got to be a setup for a comeback, okay? This equation is a simple self-preservation that allows you to advance, okay? So I broke it all down. Starlight's average profit margin above his bills on his 520th check is $1,000, okay? He has to invest that in order to not go backwards. Number eight, number eight, the number eight thing that could prevent you from being a millionaire. Taking in quality information but doing nothing with it. So if I gave you that whole breakdown of knowing your average profit margin above your bills and you did not utilize it, you ain't going to become a millionaire, family. I, I, I hate to tell you that. The quality note taker and executor will win the race. That word race is key because that means you're on the track. How you run the race is going to show your note-taking skills and your execution of those notes. Family, you got to read, write, recite, and listen to Black Hole Radio. Mandatory, Messiah lifestyle. Life is what God gives you, style is how you live it. I'm letting you into a transparent week-by-week breakdown of what I'm doing with my bread for you to get ahead. All right? Now, I'm just going to give you some more mindset to break up the monotony, and then I'm going to go right into my... um. My, what I did this particular um, week with, with my paper, okay? So here's some quotes I just want to share with you guys. My father is time and my mother is nature. I know my birthright. My father is total cash. My mother is total investment. Add that together, that equals my birthright. Do you understand? Because I'm the sum total of what they have built up. So I'm trying to protect and increase that. Divide that by how many opportunities it took for me to get there, that equals my average profit margin above my bills. And that is what we have to maintain in order to provide our family with care, custody, and control in order to be in position to protect and pass on the generation of wealth. I don't know what you thought about that. Sign me up for poetry, flowetry, or whatever. And if you didn't think that was good, it doesn't matter. You better gain a lesson because this shit ain't a this is this this is not about um it is not about entertainment. It's about education. Okay, this information is to liberate you. Somebody called me the other day the light skin liberator. <laughs> I like that one. The light skin liberator. I might put that on a T-shirt. This information is to liberate you from the main ones who are oppressing you, oppressing you, holding you down, withholding information from you, raising inflation, raising interest rate, charging you in, in, um, amortization. Those are the ones who are impressing you oppressing you pertaining to finances, 
so that they can maintain their systematic structure on the backs of our ancestors' labor and to keep you in terrible cycles of being in a failing situation. Another quote, body tight, pockets right. That's good old Giselle. So Giselle is my um, real estate agent. She's doing her thing, um, finding me different um, traveling nurses, so forth and so on. She's definitely doing her thing because what sense does it make for your pockets to be tight and your body not to be right? She says that all the time. It makes no self, it makes no sense in being wealthy and not healthy, okay? Next quote, the ability to make money is a blessing, but now, have you been investing? So the ability to make the money is a blessing, but now you have to start investing. And then you got to ask yourself, what what was my last investment? Okay, what am I going to do with my blessings? Are you going to grow it or are you going to blow it? Okay? You must put guardrails on your money. Safety first. Another quote, money should make money for you. People should make money for you. Companies should make money for you. Habits should make money for you. Your thoughts should make money for you. Systems should make money for you. First, the goal is to get the money, right? You get the money. Then, you know what they say. Simon says, no, 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 no. We're going to switch it up. We're going to do Messiah Lifestyle says. Okay, step one, Messiah Lifestyle says, I made my first quarter million this year. Think about what I'm saying. First person in Messiah's Lifestyle who reads the book says, I got it. I made my first quarter million this year. Second is to save slash invest that money after he makes it. Okay? Step two in Messiah Lifestyle after the gentleman reads the book and he grows up to be doing his thing, he's going to say, I invested my first 50000 this year. Third is how much money you make off the money. Okay? So the first person talked about how he made a quarter million. But the next step after that is to save slash invest that money. The second person who read Messiah Lifestyle book, he says, I invested my first 50000 You see the difference? One's talking about how much money they made. The next talk, person is talking about how much they invested. The third is how much money you make off your money. The third person who reads Messiah Lifestyle says, I made 30% return off my money this year. And I started this year with a million dollars invested. Okay, so now we're talking about how much money you make it off your money. First person, there's steps to this thing. There's, you know, there's levels to this thing, as Meek would say. Okay, first person talk about, yo, I made a quarter million. Mm, that's cool. The next person talk about, yo, I invested 50000 Mm, that's cool. The last person talk about how much money they made off the money. So that's where the difference really is. You got to really break down how much you make it off the money is the key. Okay? Another quote, money is a tool, not a utility. I'm sorry. Money is a tool, not a utility. Money is a tool, not a utility. You got to know how to work that girl and know how to work that girl. Ladies, the same goes for men. You got to know how to work that man in order to work that man. You got to know how to work that paper-faced man on that dollar bill in order to work that man, okay? Infiltration over integration. Infiltration means you go in something and you take from it to develop yourself. 
when you integrate, mean you support the other side. Nah. Get the job, then take the money and do for self and develop a plan to separate from the man. What do I mean by work that girl or be able to work that girl or for the black man or the black girl to work that man? What I mean is you got to be a proper representation for your mate. You have to manage all of your energy, which you can turn into finances, to be in position so that you can move as one with the family and the family is the first technology. Okay? So, I'm not sure if Obama would have been Obama without Michelle. I'm not sure if Nelson Mandela would have been who he was without Winnie. I'm not sure Captain Planet, who always says you can't live on a planet without a plan, would be who he is without the mother of all planets, without the mother that I had, okay, because she knew how to work me mentally. So the same goes for parent to child. The same goes to male and female relationships. And I'm speaking from a, a male's perspective, Gentlemen, you got to know how to work that girl to be able to work that girl. Um, and I've been guilty of that, of my approach. This is what others say. I really don't think I'm guilty, but, I mean, uh, what do they call it when you admit something? That's the first step to progression. So I guess this is me trying to admit that I haven't been a proper representation of displaying information. Um, however, caught up too much in emotions because money has no emotion. And it's all about how you work the money and what position you put it in to grow. Okay, currency is a representation of money. Uh, if we can increase the value of what you put inside yourself, in your mind, in your body, then the output physically as well as mentally will become internally beneficial as well as externally benef uh, beneficially to you. The co this concept is really to add to your defense against the open enemy. And I just want to let y'all know we, we at war, family. Um, back in the days, there was a phrase that was real, real popular, and it was the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. You know how many times that I heard that? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Proper, oh, come on already. we got to upgrade that. Now, I need everybody to repeat this after me before I go into my own stats from last week. Everybody, repeat it after me. I need you to say it. A perfect, repeat it. You got to say, a perfect portfolio prevents poverty. Say that again so you can write it down. A perfect, write it down. Portfolio, write that down. Prevent, write that down. Poverty permanently. Now let's go into my stats. All right, so check it out. Um, my goal is to um, work for 520 checks. That's a 20-year period. I currently have um, received 461 checks already. Um, I have 59 checks left. Now, when we started this thing out, I had 458 checks in and 62 checks left. Uh, I currently have $723,523.41 in equity index fund. Okay, when I started this, I had 600 and $76,260.58, okay? So roughly that's 24, 24, and 23 is seven. That's a $47,000 difference. Um, clearly the market went up. On January 6th, the market was, uh, the S&P 500 was 3889 
currently um, when I got paid, the S&P 500 was 4079 So you see the difference of that it went up. Okay, my savings in January was $39,594. My savings currently right now is $33,705. Um, the money that I had in a brokerage account in January 1-6 was 18289 It's currently 19840 Okay, let's get to the big numbers, though. The total number is this right here, the total savings. Um, in January 1-6, our first time that we did the episode was $734,144.51. I'm currently, ooh, I got three sevens, triple sevens. I got to look up what that numbers mean. I currently have $777,069.48. That's total. Now, my average profit margin above my bills varied. Um, it started out as $1,602.94 in January. It's currently one thousand six hundred eighty-five. dollars and 62 cents. However, the high was last check, and that was $1,717. So that's my minimum standard that I have to invest for this particular check. Okay, because we always want to utilize your high as your average profit margin above your bills. Okay, that was my average profit margin above my bills, last check. So what I did was I did 64 hours of overtime. Remember, I told you the formula, 64 times 10, that's 640. That's what I put extra towards the mortgage. I have a younger brother. Um, he got married in February 17th. Congratulations to him. And he is $7,000 short of buying a home in Puerto Rico. So what I did was I multiplied. Um, I think he has $2,000 already, so he's $5,000 short. I'm sorry. So I multiplied because he he needs to get a home in 18 months. He'll be eligible to be able to receive a home. So I took 18. I get paid two times a month. That's 36 biweekly periods. I took 36% of $5,000, um, and then every check I get, I'm going to put 35%, 34%, 33%, 32%, all the way down to one. That's what I'm going to contribute for him. But instead of putting it into the bank, because remember, big bank take little bank, that's some sucker. Shh. I'm going to take the 99.36 cents, $99.36, and I'm going to apply it extra to my mortgage, and I'll just take a home equity line of credit when it's all said and done to be able to give him his money. Okay? So that's how that goes. That's my plan to be able to assist um, my brother within um, getting a home. So... Let me break that down again 100% so you could um, see that. <clears throat> so basically, um, he has to save $279 a month to be able to get to his $5,000 total. So 36% of $279 on my first contribution is $99.36. I applied that extra to my mortgage to be in position to be able to assist him. So you see how I came up with a plan. Then I said, how can I have this plan work for me? Well, putting it in the bank ain't working or putting it in an account for him ain't working. Um, I utilized that as um, an option. So I just wanted to break that down of how you can utilize the time to be able to assist your um, family. All right, family. So... Long story short, I gave you uh, the play that I ran. I put $640 extra. 
Um, I'm operating at a deficit of $1,077. I got a couple of moves I'm going to make this week, and as soon as I get that money, I'm going to utilize that money to catch up and be able to input my 1077 so it can total up to $1,717 to be able to equal my average profit margin above my bills. When we first started this in January 6th, equity index fund was $524. It's currently $551. All right? Um, love, peace, and hair grease, y'all. I currently own 1,321 shares of equity index fund. And um, I'm so proud of my step-by-step blueprint, and I hope you can utilize my 17 years, seven months, and two weeks as an example of how you can plan out your next 10 years, your next 20 years, the next generation. And I'm going to wrap up on this again. A proper portfolio prevents poverty permanently, okay? So everybody can say that with me again. A proper portfolio prevents poverty permanently, and that's my time. Um, I'm so thankful to Brother Forrest who's given me the opportunity to be able to share this information that could change your situation with you guys' family. Brother Forrest, are you there? Let me, let me get him out of the um, atmosphere. He may be on the moon or on Pluto or somewhere, space traveling, but um, he's the one behind. I'm here, brother. And I appreciate it. Okay, you're back on Earth with us. Okay, thank you so much, Brother Forrest. Yeah, brother, but you know I'm not going to comment, brother. We'll build tomorrow. Excellent show. <laughs> no problem. I hope Everybody, please tune in, not next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday. Okay? Copy. Messiah Lifestyle, life is a that would be, and that, In fact, that will be March 8th. March 8th, 2023, 7, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you back with Captain Planet. Peace. has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.